Welcome to the first episode of From the Spot. Just want to get into you first, Harley. I come up with this name. You usually come up with everything first and want to run it, but I come up with From the Spot and we picked it in the end. I think, was it a unanimous vote? I don't even think we voted. Uh, we got, you know, we got two people out of the group. Um, Emre's a bit useless. He doesn't know how to do anything in the group chat. He just, you know, sort of hovers there. He's one of those guys and then rocks up when he needs to. But um, yeah, and nah, From the Spot was a good one. I think me and Andy sort of grew to it straight away. Yeah. Is that right? Off the bat. So, um, no, nah, definitely definitely a good one. After I bagged you out, <laughs> welcome <laughs> to the pod, mate. It's great to have you on. Um, Harley Constable, for those that don't know. Do you want to give a bit of a backstory into why the hell you go for Manchester United? Because <laughs> that makes me sick. But <laughs> it's unreal. Well, you know, so, it's going to make you more sick is, uh, you know, I sort of just generally followed him when I was younger. And then I didn't actually start watching them religiously until about 2017. So the whole time I've watched until this year, we actually haven't won a trophy. <laughs> really? <laughs> so I began watching. So I, all these other United supporters have seen the glory days and they're just like living on the fucking past. Yeah. And I've just come in where it's just been a fucking shit show. <laughs> yeah. Absolute shit show. And I've just gone, well, um, you know, it's only up from here, I guess. So. I guess I won't put you on the bandwagon then because my teams are even worse sometimes when I go through all the leagues. But um, what what do you love about United and specifically like what players, I guess? Um, look, it's uh, it's sort of something where I, I just got dragged into it when I was younger. Um, and so, you know, I've just followed on from there. The support's really good. Obviously, anywhere you go, you meet people that, that have United supporters usually, same as your Liverpool's, Chelsea's, all that sort of stuff. So... Um, favorite players. I don't think anyone could go past Rashford from last season, but I've got uh, Bruno Fernandez as um, the the top that I've got with his number. But funny thing is, I bought his his top with number eighteen on the back, and then um, he changed it. Three months later, he changed the number eight. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. Thanks for that. Man, I can attest to that because when I went across to Liverpool to go watch them play at Anfield. It's like, I want to be a bit different. I want to get like an out there jersey of a player who's like coming up this year and I can be like, yeah, I got his number like really early. And I'm getting Navi Keita and he just oh, shit. Oh, unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't shit. Like he was good before he got to Liverpool. And he, had a, he had a heap of injuries. But I was like, damn. I, I, he's I, on my list. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely stuffed that one up. I could have gone Van Dyke. It was like, who's my favorite? But anyway. Uh, anything else about you in regards to soccer or football that we should know? Um, no, nah, that's about it. Honestly, it's just uh, I'm, I watch just about every game I can, uh, which is hard with two kids, but I make make the time to do it. And, uh, you know, it's <laughs> it's funny when you're in a final or something and you'd score a goal and it's 2 a.m. in the morning and you're sitting there jumping up and down, but you can't really make much noise. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, unreal. Well, we're going to do predictions and that on another episode, like coming into the season, but I'm going to be interested to see where you put United, that's for sure, and I'll laugh. But um, <laughs> my favourite man so far, Andy, has come on to the pod. Uh, congrats, mate. Thanks, mate. Uh, great to be here. And yeah. the reason that is that you're a Liverpool supporter. Yeah. So do you want to give us Number a bit one. of background on that? Um, well, I've been playing soccer since I was probably like eight or nine years old, so it's always been in the blood being Italian as well, so natural passion. Um, and then, yeah, kind of just started hanging around with a lot more boys that were watching the Premier League because I was originally a Juventus boy. Yeah, so right. 
roots are Juventus, big Del Piero lover, like the king. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for, for the eighth time for you know fixing matches and everything. <laughs> Classic Italians, the Italian but, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I came from from watching the Italian league and then playing soccer at Tat, um, and that kind of introduced me to the Premier League because a lot of the boys were playing or watching um, the Prem. So I don't know if you know Dylan Minatoli. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, big, big Liverpool boy. Huge yeah, Liverpool yeah. boy. So he kind of got me on the on the Liverpool train and since probably, yeah, 2010, maybe even 20, uh, 2009. Yeah, like nice. that, that's, that's been my team. So, um, yeah. So, so if Juventus and Liverpool played in a game, who would you be going for? Oh, Liverpool. Hands down. Yeah. Till I die. Perfect um, answer. Yeah. So you're telling me also that you're, you're in the same situation as me. You started following Liverpool when they were just pieces of shit too. Yeah. <laughs> absolute trash and stuck through the Iago Aspas era. <laughs> the overall 72 on FIFA. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Absolute king. But, um, yeah, no, that's, that's uh, Liverpool. Yeah. I don't know. I don't don't really watch Man, much else. There were some plays in that team like Ricky Lambert and that. Mate, the Kenny Dalglish dream. Oh. Absolute England players everywhere, all trash. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, Got to give it to the king, but. Then yeah. we go to you, Emre, big Chelsea fan. Welcome on. Thank you. Good to be here. What made you go for Chelsea? So it is good. We've got a bit of a mixed bag here in terms of I do another podcast for AFL and there's like five Collingwood boys. Yeah. And every week it's just like, <laughs> shut the hell up. Like, I don't want to listen to it. But you're a Chelsea man. Yeah, started off when I was, you know, about probably eight years old. Um, I had a cousin that went for Liverpool as well, unfortunately. Um, and he was always raving on about Steven Gerrard and Fernando Torres and all this bullshit. Kings. And I thought to myself, well, I don't really have a team. And, and Frank Lampard was the one that stood out for me. Oh, yeah. Um, and he's probably the, the sole reason why I am a Chelsea supporter. Um, and, and been since, um, we've been, we've been some really, really good times. Unfortunately, we've been some tough times as well, especially last season. Yeah, last season <laughs> was the pit. But <laughs> they've been such a good side for a long time. Yeah. But, after the amount that got spent. Yeah. Well, money ain't a thing for us. So so it's... Spend that amount of money. You guys were thinking, well, yeah. And then... Well, we invest for the future. Don't worry. Don't worry. But, um, yeah, it's 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 an up and down, as you know, for you guys, especially being Liverpool supporters. Um, <laughs> 100%. The pain. <laughs> But we are on the up again, and 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 we'll see what the next season has to bring. All right. Now, before we go to a break and get into the transfers, I've just got to be open and honest. I was originally an Arsenal supporter. Oh, oh what the? But this is in 2004. Oh. This is when they had, like, the best team ever. And Thierry Henry yeah. was just prime, man. Yeah, and I, but playing with him on FIFA was just a cheat code. And I was like, Thierry Henry's the best. <laughs> And then Harry Kuehl goes across to Liverpool, so that's why I went for Liverpool. Yeah. Mate, you change your car, you can change your house, you can even change your wife, but you can't, can't change, change clubs. <laughs> I never did after that. I was, Especially at, to another top six. <laughs> <laughs> at eight years old, though, I was like, yeah, righto, that's fine. That's allowed. But To be fair, I didn't mind United at the start. I was a big Van Nistelrooy yeah. kind of Eric Cantona. Understandable. Yeah, so I didn't mind them, and then... I don't know we all. I think we all 
kind of copped a bit of that bender like Beckham and we're all like, oh, yeah, you know what, it's the best. But, yeah. Oh, let's face it, like they market into themselves better than any other club in that period, like hands down. Yeah. That's why they became the biggest club ever as yeah. well. Like, yeah. And then obviously you have Ronaldo come in and it just goes yeah. bang from there. Like, yeah, and it, it helps with the exactly the players that they had. You've got Ronaldo who's probably the most marketable player, mm. player ever. Beckham was massive. Yeah. Um, even Cantona was even though he wasn't. Then the scandal with Ryan Giggs goes up there as well with what happened with him. No wonder they were so famous. But Oh, and the 100-minute games minimum. Thanks, Fergie. Yeah, injury time. Yeah. That's just not I've just bottom my team. Hey, we're actually going to get a lot of those this season, I think, uh, by the sounds of things. So. Oh, God. All right, we'll go to a break now and then we'll get into the transfers. <laughs> All right, so um, just to touch on Liverpool to start off with, uh, we've got a few ins, obviously, if you've been following it. Um, don't know whether you have or not, but if you haven't, we've got all the all the goss here for you. Um, Liverpool have brought in a couple attacking midfielders, obviously Dominic Saboslai. Um, I think he's – is he Croatian? Something like that. Hungarian? Yeah, 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 yeah. close enough. He's good. I'm sure there's plenty mate. of Hungarians and uh, Croatians out there about to throw hands on that. <laughs> 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 from, um, he's from Leipzig um, for $70 million. I'm not sure if that was uh, with add-ons or not. but um, And then you've also got Alexis McAllister. He was really good in the World Cup uh, from Brighton. Uh, and they actually got him on a really good deal at $42 million. Euros there because he had a release clause, so they sort of jumped on that one. Addressed a couple issues that they had in the midfield um, from last season. And then really all the other ends were just sort of end-alone end alone people from uh, FC Schalk, Preston, and Aberdeen. Just a few uh, backmen for, for the Reds there. A couple rumours. I think they're still sort of chasing Romeo Lavia from Southampton, uh, centre mid from there. I think they're looking for around 50 million euros for him. I'm not sure if Liverpool is that overs. That. Do you reckon that's overs? <clears throat> I mean, he was pretty good, he was pretty good for Southampton, but I think yeah. Southampton are sort of just trying to play the hardball because they've sort of got to try and get some money, uh, because you lose a lot of money. Yeah, the Liverpool seconds, down. anyway, yeah, yeah, they're our, they're our academy, <laughs> South, <laughs> Southampton's our academy, so yeah. um, uh, I've Actually, just today had a look at Josko Gvardiol. I've heard some some little rumours around that, that Liverpool may be trying to hijack that a little bit. He's from Leipzig, the Croatian centre-back there. Um, he was really, really good in the World Cup as well. Also read one that was Calvin Phillips, actually, a defensive midfielder from City. Some people may know him from Leeds, I'm sure. Oh, mate, shed. Yeah, <laughs> he'd be. Uh, he's spitting chips over. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Lost, lost the best uh, defensive midfielder in the team. And then he's played about bloody donuts for City. Um, but yeah, have heard he may be heading across as well if they can work it out. Uh, there's a big, big lot of outs. They've sort of done a bit of a summer clean out here for for Liverpool. You've got Henderson. Uh, he's obviously gone to Al Edifak from Saudi. There's a goat. few Saudi. Absolute goat. <laughs> goat. I think he's played about f- nearly 500 times for for Liverpool there. Uh, he's going for about 14 million euros. 
but then they've also got a lot of free free transfers. As I said, they're just sort of trying to clear out here, trying to blood some new. I think they left it maybe one two years too long before yeah. they and and saw the results of it last season. Mm. Um, I think most of the Liverpool supporters out there can probably attest to that, even with with someone like Fabinho, where the season before he was really really good, <clears throat> and obviously all the ones before that, but. Um, yeah, last last season across the board, that midfield was really, really short and and underperformed, especially with their defense being pretty good. You know, goalkeeper keepers really good, and and obviously the attacking options are you know, probably one of the best in the league. Mm. Um, but you've also got Naby Keita. Uh, I mean, Brof's goat. Um, he's leaving on a free and going to some German team. I don't even know how to say that. Werder Bremen or, yep, so something like that. Oh, is that uh, where he went? Milner's going on a free to Brighton. Uh, Carvalho, he is going on loan to RB Leipzig. So it seems like... He was the know. swap deal for Sobber's life. Yeah, yep. that's what I was thinking. There was some sort of yeah. deal there. Um, he wasn't too bad at some stages. He just wasn't complete. He's Honestly, I rate him over Elliot. He's good. I think if once you get him back, he'll be a like hundred percent a, a dead hundred percent. His season, maybe Fulham, not starter straight his away. His film was mint. Yeah, his Fulham season unreal. Un- for some reason, I don't know why Klopp didn't like him in our midfield, which is a real shame because he gave Coutinho vibes. Yeah, like that bit of spice we needed. Ooh. In the midfield. Big shoes. Big shoes. <laughs> Big shoes. And then we've got um, just a couple others leaving on loan. Uh, Sepp Vandenberg, who was one of the ones that had come back off loan. He's going back to uh, some club in, I think, Netherlands. Um, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, he's gone and doesn't have a club yet. So I'm sure someone will snap someone of his caliber up. He's still pretty handy I enough player. I think Villa were looking at him. Yeah. Probably a yeah, mid-table sort of st- Team will be Probably able to find a spot for him. Play a couple games and then do his knee again. Or <laughs> great. And um, <clears throat> Arthur Mello, who's a, one of the biggest buds I've ever seen in the Premier League, uh, jumping off the line back to Juve. I'm sure um, most Liverpool supporters will just be like, "Don't, don't let the door hit you on the mm. way out, mate." And mm. buddy, keep the cold out. Twenty minute cameo was spot on. <laughs> <laughs> Got hooked I, after 20 minutes. <laughs> I will say that Jordan Henderson's probably the biggest out, even though Fabinho was probably a better player because of Henderson's career. Like when he first got the armband off Gerard, everyone like roasted the fuck out of him. Like he, he, had, a, he had a rough couple of seasons. Yeah, and he wasn't so, that good. Like he, wasn't that he, good. he was thrown under the bus. He was like, yeah, Phil Gerard's shoes and it. You can't expect someone like that. Yeah. Sunderland. And then eventually, I mean, it's Gerard shoes too. You can't really. They were many, size 36 or something. Yeah. <laughs> but at that stage, we were crap. So everyone wanted yeah. the next big thing in and eventually becomes like a Champions League, Premier League captain. So I'm actually a little bit upset because I can see his name on your list and you haven't spoken about him. Bobby. Oh, didn't I, didn't I say Bobby? You haven't said Bobby, oh, there mate. You go. Nah. Well, Bobby's, Ad- on, Bobby's on the way to Al Ali as well. He was on my list, but he is the biggest loss be big, for big us. Loss, yeah. oh, I yeah, think definitely. 100%. His work rate unmatched. When we were winning Champions League, Premier League in that little era there, he was like the one that made Mane and Salah look so yeah, good. Box underrated, box, mate. Underrated. underrated 100%. Because he he was the one that he's one of those he players. Nine. Would, yeah. yep. and he you just, put him in there, he doesn't care about what his stats are, 
he's happy for everyone else to succeed as long as the team wins. As long as he can facilitate it. And that's yeah, he he'll be massive. Team. He'll be massive. Whereas yeah. now you've got yeah, you've got a few players up that yeah. up yeah. that front point that are a little bit selfish. And I think it showed a little bit last year as well. Mm-hmm. You've got um sometimes you can have too many personalities in the one team, but you know, I guess you'll see if I'm sure Klopp will work that out. Um, possibly Fabinho might might be going to Saudi. I think I, I think that's pretty close. As of as of last night, I'm pretty sure a price has been agreed. I don't quote me on that, but it looks like it's going to happen. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that's that's a late uh, good wrap up on that. We will get into like I said predictions and that as we go along because if we talk about that all that now, we won't have to do any more episodes. <laughs> but uh, Andy, who have you got next? Uh, I've got the wonderful Gunners. Um, Three kind of big that transfers. That a great start to the year last yeah, year. Yeah. Um, hopefully, you know, Declan Rice, their, their big signing for the season. Um, five-year deal at 105 mil. Um, I'm pretty sure it's 100 mil over two years, 24 months. Um, and then there's 5 million add-ons, which I think were a mil for every time they qualify for the UCL. I think initially they were trying to make make those payments over like six years. <laughs> told them to sit on it. Yeah, and... yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's five million add-ons. So he's they've got to qualify for the Champions League, and he's got to play sixty percent of those games. So they're the prerequisites that need to be. Yeah, there. right. Even uh, that, it probably mean nothing in comparison to the rest of the money. It, exactly, exactly. So look, that's that's probably their their big one. Um. Obviously, Kai Havertz coming in from from Chelsea. Interesting, uh, interesting yeah. Um, uh, it's probably the same when Jesus or however you say it yeah. come in across from City because yeah. there was like, oh, he's like a, a throwaway. Sorry, same as Zinchenko in defence. Like, I don't know though. Not necessarily a throwaway, but like the, the team is that good that you're just not going to get a game. Mm. Yeah, he was like Jesus was. And he was really good. Like everyone knew he was really good. When Arsenal snapped him up, I was like, "Holy shit, they've stolen this so, guy!" Yeah, hundred percent. City hasn't valued him. Yeah, um, and he showed that. But yeah, yeah. But Havertz is—he's different. He's very overrated. Like, the one thing I'm happy about is that I don't have to act like he's a good player anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you have to defend him in yeah. times that you shouldn't. He won have us to. the Champions League. Yeah, he scored the, that winning goal. And, and we all adored him for it. Yeah. But honestly, we a lot of times we just acted like he was a good player. Yeah. And no Origi. No Origi. No <laughs> yeah. He it was sort of like he goat of clutch goal. Yeah. He just didn't have it, I don't reckon. No. I I think, yeah, he, his move. Shit joke. No, it actually wasn't even a joke as a word. <laughs> he didn't even have it. So. <laughs> I, I just, thought, he wasn't him. Yeah. He, his move to the Prem was probably a season too soon. I, I reckon. think so too. He, yeah. he he should have. They should have let him simmer at yeah. at Bayer Leverkusen and 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 see if he actually comes into his own and becomes a a better player. He yeah. might he might be good this year. Well, and that's the thing because he's still only young. Just I don't know where he fits more. though. Does he does he take Odegaard's spot? I don't think so. No way. No 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 no. He what he takes Zaka's spot. Be, no, from what I've I've he got Declan heard, Rice. They're going to use him as an eight. What about Martin Alley? Where are they going to put him? Oh, On the way. Yeah, so they're not they're not going to play him as a as a fort like Havertz as a fort at all. They're just going to play. They're playing him as a midfield. midfield. That was actually. I reckon my... he comes off the bench, nearly. Possibly yeah. as a you know like a 
Declan Rice. He'd hate that too. Yeah, yeah fuck and no. then having the two attacking midfield, like like you'd have at United or um, City, something like that, with a Rodri or a Casemiro with the two attacking sort of midfield. Yeah, well, I actually. I was reading an article that Arteta wants to play him in the midfield. So I don't think he'll be coming in as as a striker. Maybe a Bobby Firmino role where it kind of draws away from Martinelli and um, what else do they have up there? Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, Jesus, yeah. Um, so Balogun. Hello, and Balogun. Oh, yeah, but he's not there at the moment. He's on no, he's mm. back. Is he? Yeah. Mm. I'm talking about the other one, the one that scored a bunch of goals. In Kedia. Um, yeah, that one. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I was yeah. speaking away from the microphone there, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's their other sort of option up, yeah. up front there. Um, and then probably I think their biggest signing is Jay Timbers from Ajax, young defender, very 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 good stats in the is it Dutch league? Yeah, yeah. He was yeah Ajax. Yeah, um, I think yeah he was. United's first option last year before they went and got Martinez. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, <laughs> which which didn't work out badly for us at all. But um, he was definitely the first option. So when, when I saw him going there, I'm like, they've got a yeah. definitely got a good player. So like they've only paid 38 mil. Oh, look, 38 mil for a 22 year old is kind of on on the higher end. But he's got 200 caps, 200 senior games. Um, I reckon. He's a fairly solid boy. I think it'll help a lot in their defense because well, he's, he's versatile too. He plays. Yeah. I think he, he plays center back usually, but they've used him at right back, left yeah. back. Yeah, like I think he may have even played <clears throat> like defensive midfield as well before. So, yeah. so it's uh, going to be a very interesting season for Arsenal. I think um, those three signings alone will probably help out a lot. It'll uh, stop that bottle towards the end of the season. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, Especially with Champions League, they needed they needed the, yeah, the squad depth. Yeah, one hundred percent. So yeah, looking at their outs, they've got Xhaka to Leverkusen. That was twenty one and a half mil. So they recouped a little bit on him. Um, bunch of kind of reserve players and young kids that have kind of gone out. Um, Idaho Lewis, M Smith, and T Smith. Never seen them play. Green. Kovacevic? Kovacic. Kovacic. No, nah, it's not Kovacic, is it? He's from Chelsea. Roberts, Moller. They've got some young blokes that have gone out on loan in Sian um, and Bandiera. Uh, Vigas on loan as well. And then a couple other releases in Mari, Ogumbo, and. Uh, oh. Quamina? I don't know. <laughs> can, can tell I've uh, looked into the names. Well, he's reading the menu. <laughs> yeah, <already. laughs> it's, yeah, it's like 16 outs. So, you know, lot to lot to deal with there. But, um, yeah, that's kind of a wrap-up for Gunners this transfer season. So possibly more to come. Emre, who, who have you got? Well, I've got the uh, the mighty Man United, um, who's been fairly active in the in the window. They've let go of of a lot of fodder, I would say. That's that was in their squad. Um, <laughs> that's exactly how you should describe it. Um, Jack Butland has reached the end of his loan. He's a uh, Stoke City legend. He's gone back to Crystal Palace. Um, Wout Weghorst. Now he was 
that's enough said about him, to be honest with you. Look, honestly, he he did the job. He sort of yeah. The the club wasn't backing the manager in that. If the job was a boot stutter, he yeah, might have yeah, done well, that. Look, look. What did we have? We had Anthony Martial, who can't string together more than one game in a row. So, and then had to play Rashford through the middle, which is in his best position. So we had to get something, and that's basically what it was. He's gone. He's gone to Burnley now, though. So he's going to be playing in the Premier League again, um, which he might do well for. He's he's their type of striker, that big, that big, um, tall striker, um, likes of Benteke and um, and look, Lukaku in the past have done well. Um, Marcel Sabitzer's gone back to Bayern Munich. The end of his loan. Um, Phil Jones is left as a free transfer, and oh, freak. <laughs> um, <laughs> They've let go of Axel Twanzebe. He's left us on for, on a free transfer as well. Um, and the biggest name of all, David De Gea, he's now a free agent. Oh. Um, they've let go of a 20-year-old, um, only for a million, though, to to a Dutch side, um, Zidane Iqbal. Nice name, but I don't know if he's all that. Actually, yeah, he's watched, good with his head. Him last year um, when they played in Melbourne, and he was actually one of the best players on that team. So when I saw him pop up in the transfers, I went, holy crap, like this must be something that's gone on in, in the, the team for that to happen. But um, I think it's become the rise of that Kobe, Kobe Mainu. He's one of the young, young players that's just come up. I think mm-hmm. it's basically been, he's taken his spot and they've gone, yeah, just get rid of him. Um, the next is Alex Teles. He's gone to Al Nasser in the Saudi pro league. Um, those of you that know anything about Galatasaray will know Alex Telles really well. Um, spent a season on loan with us from Porto. He was decent there. Uh, didn't really get the minutes that he deserved under under um, Ten Hag. So I guess he's that's... pretty decent. Yeah, he, decent. His, his play style just didn't really suit the Premier League. I don't yeah. think he's not he's not that physical kind of defender that most Premier League defenders have to you know. He's much slower. He hasn't got that turn of pace or anything, but great, like great passer of the ball. Like the whip that he puts on across is unreal. Like when he was at his best, honestly, I watched him at Galatasaray, today, and he was honestly one of the best left backs that we've ever had. He he was really good, but like I said, didn't get the minutes they deserved under Ten Hag, and he's off to the Saudi Pro League. Um, they've also let go of one of their young. Players that had probably the biggest or one of the biggest potential, um, Anthony Alanga. He's gone to Nottingham Forest, um, mm-hmm. who I think will do well for um, if he gets his minutes. He, I think he'll become that good player. I think it'll be a similar thing to Carvalho. I don't know um, if Manchester United have put any sort of buyback clause buyback on. Yeah, so that'd be interesting to watch. Um, but that's it for their departures. They've brought in a few players that um, I don't agree with, but especially one that I'm going to mention at the end. Um, I just want to quickly touch on Phil Jones. 12 years. Yeah, how did that blow? <laughs> Get 12 years. A you perpetual, <laughs> perpetually injured, but somehow gets a contract every single season that he's there. And like not even a crappy contract, like, Hundreds of thousands of yeah. dollars, of, uh, sorry, Super pounds a week. Yeah, um, uh, very, very like. Uh, I rip on him a bit, but consistent, consistent. I guess 
he was always there if they needed someone. So good on him to get 12 years because he's never really been a big name. He's, so. he's, a, he's a walking meme, though. Yeah. His think, face, the, yeah. the, the, the yeah. face that he pulls every time he dives in for a tackle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just get, like, flashbacks of watching him one day when the defensive line is up on the halfway mark <laughs> and he is man-marking. I can't even remember who it was. It was one of, like, he's man-marking this guy, like, 20 metres into our half <laughs> and gets gets turned by him and we they score a goal. And I, that's just the epitome of Phil Jones. They reckon when he was younger, though, he was like the best center back in the world, like junior, like Jeez, he coming right through. Potential. Yeah, just full potential <laughs> and just, but like you said, 12 years, that's good effort. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, it'd be interesting to see where he lands. <laughs> Maybe the A League, Central Coast Mariners. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, oh, I, heard, I heard victory need him, so. Mariners are hot in this transfer period, by the way, we're talking. <laughs> but yeah. Now, they've let go of Phil Jones, but brought in like for like, I think, Johnny Evans. So now he's – he did decent for for Leicester City, um, consistently well too. Um, now he's gone back to his his uh, former club, Manchester United. That's where he come up in, in the youth, through the youth system, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, he, played, he played a lot of – like a lot of senior football under, um, under Ferguson as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they brought him in to play that – you know, the senior player in the under-21s, to be honest. I think that's what he's here for, but, you know, we'll see. He might bring that experience that Manchester United need in the dressing room. Um, obviously, a Premier League winner. He come on a free transfer as well, so it's probably a good bit of business. Um, Andre Anana is the replacing keeper for David De Gea. He's brought in from Inter for just over 50 mil. Now, that's, that's big. That's, that's not bad, yeah. That's, that's, we had to, like... If if anyone's watched United in the last year, that was and it went under the radar a bit, I think, until later in the season. But our build up play was shit. Like that that was one of the reasons we got Veghorst was because De Gea would get the ball and just hoof it. Yeah. Every ball. Hoof it up long and then Veghorst has to try and win the ball. Like Yeah. Literally yeah. two two or three AM every time United were playing, my phone would go off and Harley's just like De Gea's shit. Can't can't <laughs> feed a ball to anyone. He's no Becker, and I'm just like, I know, mate. No one's Becker. Onana came through with Ten Hag, didn't he, at Ajax? Yeah. So he knows him quite well. That's probably one of the biggest it's good, reasons good why fit. he's there. I think uh, it's something United definitely needed. Now, the last signing that I'm going to mention is something that something that hurts me pretty deep. <laughs> this this boy is he's he joined Chelsea's academy when he was about eight. And was there for the whole time for his youth. He was there when we won our Champions League as the boy who dreamed. <laughs> <laughs> and he's now gone to Manchester United. You all know who I'm talking about. It's Mason Mount. He's, I think, is one of the, the best professionals in the game at the moment. Under any manager he plays, every single manager always compliments the way he trains, what he brings to the dressing room in terms of leadership at such a young age. Um, they just say that he's probably the best professional and the best trainer that you that, that you want. He plays in the English national team under Gareth Southgate and gets minutes too in, ahead of the likes of, of Phil Foden. Um, who else plays in? He's in, flexible too. He is. They play him on the wing. They play him on attacking midfield, central midfield. I think he's going to do well for Manchester United, even though I don't want him to. 
Tenag um, tried to get him while he was at Ajax. That's that's why he's ended up going for him again. Because... That, was he pretty heavily injured at Chelsea last year? He missed he missed a lot he of games. Yeah, that's why heaps of people have gone. Why are you why are you paying this much for him? But he only played half a season. Yeah, I think he's going to elevate that dressing room a lot. I I, I think it's a an overrated purchase. To be honest, I don't rate him as a player. I mean, I hope so. Just because yeah, he's I another Englishman sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dalglish has ruined any English player for me. Would Just, you, <laughs> so who would you pick, Rice or Mount? Oh, Rice. Yeah, hands down. But that is it, two different positions. Different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that's the thing. I don't know because that was their own speaks of getting both. But obviously, the best friends actually. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Look, you can be professional, good stuff. But I don't, I don't think he's gonna perform. Well, I hope not. I mean, I if really you look do. at it in perspective of, say, say uh, um, as we were talking about before, Romeo Lavia, if they were to pay $50 million for Romeo Lavia and, and you pay $60 million for a Mason Mount, mm. he's got the Premier League experience. Way, way yeah. like that, I think that's a way, way better deal than, than a Romeo Lavia, to be honest. How old's Mount? Uh, 20, 24. Yeah. We've got, like, you know, we've got him coming into the prime. Like, he's not even in his prime yet. And he, he's he's you know done a lot for that team. Oh, if we compare, Slavia's only nineteen. Mason so, twenty four. Mm. Yeah, he's, he's coming into his prime, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas I think Lavia will get the experience from the likes of Trent Robertson, Van Dyke, and that fifty mil will pay off very quick. Being so young, he's going to be developed. Does so, Mount what a crazy sentence? Fifty mil will pay off real quick. Like that is so much money. <laughs> eh? Oh yeah, that's crazy. Does Mount fit into that team pretty well? You've got you've already got Bruno Fernandez playing in that middle through the middle there. I don't know who else you have there because I really don't care about you. Well, there's so you've got <laughs> obviously Casemiro. Casemiro is the the big one oh, in defensive midfield. But you've got all about yeah. You've got Bruno Fernandez who is an attacking midfielder. You've got um, and he'll mainly is play. McTominay's still there. McTominay's still there. Fred's still there. But you you look. Um, I'd say Fred, Donny Van der Beek will be at the door as well. Uh, maybe keep McTominay unless we get you know maybe an offer around the thirty. 40 million, then you probably just let him go. But you still have um, Ericsson. Christian Ericsson, we still got him. So that's that's what I'm thinking that they're going to play Mount in. So Christian Ericsson will be you got a substitute. You're a pretty deep midfield. It's good. It's good. Which They're is, all fairly old. We though. had nothing for years. Yeah. That was the thing. Our, our worst thing, we had all these attackers and no midfield to, to yeah. provide you, it for You've us. done an us. You've done a Liverpool. Yeah. You've had all this beautiful back line, well, mm-hmm. questionable back line at times, but a solid forward and nothing to back it in the middle. So. Look, it, Mount could be spot on for you blokes. It could really work. But. I think, honestly, because if you look at the way that Christian Eriksen burnt out to yeah. the end of last season, like he was done because we were playing him not how he how we intended when we signed him. We, he, he's an impact player now because he's old. He's you know, just yeah, come old back. heart, mate. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. Pacemaker. Uh, <laughs> but, no, I, I see him playing in that position, that like number eight role with, with Fernandez in front of that, to be honest. Well, there's going to be plenty more teams that we're going to go through, but I reckon the league, besides probably City, obviously, it's never ran so deep as well. Like Newcastle's obviously up there now. Brighton played well last year. Um, Chelsea are back. Chelsea are back. Liverpool, (laughs) bottom bottom 12. 
<laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be interesting, and we're obviously going to dissect the teams over the next coming weeks before the season starts. But thanks all for joining for the first episode. I hope everyone listening likes it, and I hope you boys enjoyed talking about it. Thanks, Jack. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, awesome. Thanks, guys.